0: Welcome, 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 my beloved souls, my energy beings, welcome to Gut Instincts, a special, special, special episode, Halloween episode, that's right. We're here, and we're going to make a Halloween episode. You know why? Because, (sighs) you know, the ideas behind Halloween were absolutely foolish, and I was, and for a few years there, I was ready to just give up hope, and it used to be my favorite holiday. And, uh, I've come to accept the beauty in our culture, and the craziness that we entail, right, and you should too, and I love you for it, so here we are, episode, uh, uh, part two, Um, we're here, last last episode was part one, we talked about cannabis, I talked to you about a little bit, of how I got introduced to it. And it's, you know, it's not this crazy, intense story, but it is my story, and it is a unique story, and everyone has their own story, so I, I encourage each of you to share your story with your loved ones and, uh, you know, maybe even your grandma, because uh, while you may sit down with her and have a hour-and-a-half conversation um about what she went through back in the day uh, it it may open your eyes to some funniness and uh probably open their eyes as well, right? So all right. Enough of that. Um if you can't already hear I'm I'm rolling one up because this is this is, can- this is Cannabis, episode part two, so I'd like for you to do it as well if you're not, um, and if you don't partake, that's okay. I'm here for you, and this is what I'm here for. I'm here to um, share my my perspective, and, and that's it, and spread my love. So, okay, see you on the flip side. Okay, welcome, 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 my beloved friends, to Gut Instincts, episode 2 of Cannabis. We're going to talk about cannabis, we're going to go a little bit further into my story. Um, And basically what I want to do is share with you uh, the insights that I've come across along the way, and a little bit more about my, my journey. So, um, you know, last episode, if you weren't listening, I pretty much talked about how I was introduced to cannabis, right? And um, it was a relatively early stage in life, which was nice because it gave me the relief that I needed to further progress and actually make it through those crazy um, early teenage, adolescent years. That sort of thing. So, you know, it was, it was, it was great. I, I began to... Uh, we'll, we'll dive right into the story. I, I just began to kind of take it on my own to, uh, to medicate um, with cannabis and to help me eat, uh, to help me sleep. It instantly relieved my heartburn um, and it began my journey of questioning, right? So at that point, years go by and uh, ups and downs and all sorts of other stuff we can get to, to at another time um, came about. And I, I, you know, I got through, got through high school uh, relatively unscathed because we all know it's a prison. Got through that, and, uh you know, began to s- smoke a little more cannabis, which was delightful because it helped even more. So that began to happen, and then, you know, at that point I knew it, going to school and being locked up for more years just didn't make any sense. Uh, it just, literally, it's, um, clearly you see what's happening now. So, I, uh, that's when I got the call, and um, on that fateful day, I'll never forget it, and I'll share the wonderful vision with you, friends, while I finish rolling this up. I sat there on my break at Dunkin' Donuts, wondering what the hell I was doing with my life, and I mean, everything was dandy, in the sense of life was just life, right, But I was still dealing with all the shit that I was dealing with. And uh, I got a phone call, and it was my sister. And uh, it it was during break. And as I sat there and I watched the elder generations uh, who work at Dunkin' Donuts, uh, I began to tell myself that, uh, you know, I don't think that this is... This is right. And um, she, you know, she told me to come on to San Diego and uh, pursue my dreams. And you know what? That's what I did, my friends. That's exactly what I did. And I guess you can call that kind of the beginning of answering some callings, uh, that that was literally a call, a phone call. So, my friends, do not dispel um, a f- uh, just a phone call because all it takes, um, because that's all there is, is each now moment. Is All it takes is just that one phone call that alters your entire life. And that was the beginning of mine, and I decided... Uh, even though Rhode Island had a medical cannabis program since about two thousand six I believe um it just seemed much more just much more pleasant to head over west so that's what I did that's what I did my friends I headed out west You know, and then of course the medical cannabis is a little, the access is just outrageously better, quality is better, and I knew that was going to happen, so that's what I did, and I sought out the cannabis community. Um, and the first week I went there, I'll never forget, I went and saw a doctor and got my license that week, and it was. It was probably the most pleasant week, uh, in he- in years. Yeah. Yep. Pretty sure it was my birthday week too, my friends. I'm pretty sure. I know I have the uh, receipt of my first little plants somewhere around here. That's that's the type of stuff that I'd like to keep. Even though it doesn't mean anything, right? Nothing, remember, nothing, everything is just energy, my friend. So let things go. The more you can let things go, the more things can come into your life. And the more things you let go, the more abundance you can receive. That's why you need to give and give and give. And then receive when the time is right. So, basically, I get back into cannabis, uh... You know, and that's when that's when I began to actually start to medicate seriously. I began to try things, try other edibles, and have more access to um, oils. And then I began to learn about oils. And then um, you know, it uh, it just it really opened my eyes, and it was quite wonderful. And just having the f- the love and acceptance that really didn't exist here uh I'm not even sure if it really did. I mean it does of course in a, in a in a community but over there it's m- more of understanding and uh you know it is the culture almost so when you come out and talk about being a patient it's it's exciting you know it's exciting you get to you get to connect. You get to connect with all all races, all sizes, all ages, all walks of life, all communities, all around one idea, and that's, you know, the love of a plant or the love of love, you know, because it goes much deeper, my friends. It goes much deeper. Uh, cannabis is not just a a spiritual plant. Uh, It's a healing physical plant. You know, as soon as you begin to clear your mind and quiet it and, and, and begin to realize that you are not your thoughts, you're not your past thoughts, you're not even your Your ideas of the future. You are just what you're experiencing now. Then. It's like. The world begins to speed up. But slow down. You know. Because like slow down in the sense of. You get to indulge in every single moment. That there is. So it just seems like. It goes on forever. Because you're not looking, you know. Oh, I got this to do at three, at four, or I should eat at this time, or I should do this. this." I mean, it's you're not alone, my friends. We are all here. I'm, I'm, I'm experiencing the same brain in the sense of larger consciousness as as uh, many many of you are. That's how we're resonating together. That's how we that's how we actually link. So and of course at that time I didn't I didn't switch up my diet and I was just uh you know I still ate whatever uh pizza lots of pizza every week every other day maybe every 3 days uh, um you know relatively uh low amounts of good foods um still ate breads and pastas and that sort of thing for another two years pretty much while I was living in California and just really indulging in the lifestyle and kind of finding myself I guess really that's what was going down so I was just finding myself and figuring out what the hell I was uh, the hell I was doing right because aren't we all kind of doing that in a sense unless we've already figured it out. In the sense of, and then if you've already figured it out, you know, maybe you think you've figured it out, but you didn't, I don't know. I'm here to question you, I'm just here to question the universe, really. (laughs) So, uh, I began to look in the research in the endocannabinoid system, and uh, I began to really, really dive deep into um, the cannabis plant. You know, learning that there's Cannabis Indica, Cannabis Sativa, Cannabis Ruderalis. If uh, you guys don't know. Uh, You know, it's it's in a very small group of plants that have male and female specific plants. They don't have a self-reproductive... Flower and pistil that exists within, right? Because that's what sensamia is. Sensamia, without seeds. Um, our wonderful herb, the medicine that... And, of course, so many herbs. Uh, that's what it is. That's where the properties are, the flower. The And this specifically unpollinated female flower. Now, think of that. Just take a, you know just sit back and think of that for a second, that the medicine that this plant uh, produces is from the unmolested female. Hmm. So it's in a a very relatively uh, tiny group, right? As I said, you can look that up if you'd like. Ah. And... You know that in itself is quite amazing, right? Because it needs a female and a male, or at least it needs a male within proximity that uh, can can either have the wind blow have the pollen blown by the wind, or are lovely pollinators, of course, Um, and their sweet smell and awesome look, uh, of course. Just brings in the uh, pollinators, and then of course when the plant is pollinated, that's when you produce seeds, smokable herb, but it's not the stuff that we use to connect to the spirit, although it can be, right? So I picked up the Bible by Jorge Cervantes, uh, the Grower's Bible, and uh, Teeming with Microbes. That didn't come till much later. It was more just learning about the plant. Because I'll tell you, there's so much to learn about this plant. And if you think you know everything, you're lying and... I'll be the first one to tell you I know nothing I still learn I learn every day every single uh, every moment you have to be humble and you have to be accepting and so that's what I did right and at the same time I'm battling all my physical problems that's a whole other story I had fistulas uh, abscesses complex perianal fistulas a lot of my, Cro- my Crohn's is all throughout my body from the esophagus all the way down, right? We're going to get personal now, so get ready. And most, most of the issues are perianal, right? So most of them are at the end of the road. Yes, right? Hemorrhoids and abscesses and it's... And, you know, if, any of, if anybody's had any problems with issues like that, then they know it totally puts you out. You know, it affects your walking, your standing, your well being, your confidence, everything. Every single aspect. Okay? So, you know, when you see somebody walking with a limp or something, you should definitely be accepting and know that they probably come from a certain place that they're dealing with and they're trying to um overcome and it's not fun and shouldn't wish it on anyone and uh you know like like so many people will tell you it's not until something happens to you or your loved one or somebody close to you that you you really take into consideration of things and i guess that's what it's all about right you got to be more humble you got to be more accepting more loving of everything because we are all consciousness and we've all We're all seeing and creating our own experiences and sort of dealing with the results of a pretty wacky system. A pretty... uh, vibrationally unsustainable frequency within the human mind. But that's okay, because that's why we're here. We're here to spread love in the higher frequency, and we're here to switch it up, and... So, right, here I am looking, buying books, right? Joining the community, growing, learning. I mean, this is just wonderful, my friends. I mean, I can just go and get my medicine anytime. And then they give you free, uh, not free, but like they give you, um, you know, deals for patients um, to help them out. If you have serious problems... And I mean the wonderful people you, you meet. And of course, there's some dirtiness and some corruption or whatever you want to call it. And it's been ups and downs. And of course, I haven't, you know, I didn't grow up in California. So I heard from my friends out there that it's, they've had their own ups and downs. I've only witnessed some, right? But I'll tell you, coming from the East Coast, it's wonderful to be able to drive 15 minutes up left. Down twenty minutes or a half hour, and have all sorts of options, and just have the availability there. And you know what? That's what I did, my friends. That's what, and that, and you know, and that's what so many beautiful uh, people are doing, especially with their sons and daughters and their loved ones. They're just up and moving because. How can you take being in a place that says, you know, that you can lose your whole livelihood and be turned into a criminal for wanting to feel better, to wanting to better your life or someone you love, um, to help stopping someone from having a seizure, to help to relax, right? Because you know, whether you want to put that bullshit label of, oh, how about the people who just want to get high? What does that mean? What does that mean? Somebody who's going to drink for so long, I went to drink uh, and and for, just like most people, young, 21, like most of these people go and you drink to, to get away, to escape, to escape consciousness, to not be here, right? And that's what it does. It toxifies the body and it makes you and, and it releases you and you know and i and that's fine if you want to do that that's fine like we can't uh, you know you can't tell a soul not to indulge into something like that but you know when it comes down to telling somebody that they can't do the same thing just in a healthier manner in a safer manner is absolutely absurd um insanity and you know of course a lot of A lot of us have been conditioned and a lot of us, a lot of those who do feel this way. It's sort of like, you know, you go to bed and you wake up and you have these ideas for so long that something is good or something is bad or just because you've been told or your mother's told you or your aunt's told you. In this case, the government's told you, which is, we know government doesn't exist. They're all privatized corporations. You know, I'm just going to go out there and say that. So research that stuff up. I get really tired of people talking about the United States government. Okay, there's the United States of America, multiple states that were formed after taking over land that are meshed together in a corporation um, that's in a in a very complex sort of uh, system where it's uh, set up that... Just a small handful of people control what's going down. And, and the corporations who oversee these states at a quote unquote federal level are all privately owned. <laughs> so it's all, remember, it's all privately owned. And, and ironically, a lot of this money comes from, from us, apparently. I don't know. I don't know, people. You know, I'm not going to get into that shit. I'm here to talk about cannabis, so let's get back into that and the wonderful herb. And you know what else? Um, cannabis also gave me a better well-being, a higher, uh, a higher sense of well-being. I was happier, and I was able to project happiness onto others. I was no longer dreadful. You know, when you when you have heartburn to the point where every second feels like there's fire coming up your esophagus and it's like and then you're expected to just be a part of like the social norms and fucking conditionings and walk around and not talk like sh- you know what i mean and it's <laughs> it's crazy and and so so when you finally are able to medicate with something like cannabis so simple and it's like a couple hits of uh you know or of of, of an herb and all of a sudden, you feel just better. You feel there's no more heartburn, and you are slightly happier. And it just makes sense, okay? And 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 like I brought up last episode, uh, you can look up William Hurst. You can look up the Reefer Madness propaganda that actually turned it. Illegal. I mean, it happened so fast. It was like in the blink of an eye and it was all for money and it's all for profit. And, uh, and you know, and I, I say that with love and light because I've got a brother-in-law who's in the timber industry and it's not like we're saying stop it and, you know, hang up, end it all. You know what I mean? It's just the systemic – I mean, we're talking thousands of acres in, 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 in these places are being clear cut, um, you know, at once and just turned into monocropped and completely, you know, it just doesn't make any sense. Uh, Cannabis is biodiverse. It's a natural pesticide, right? Because of all its aromatics, like we talked about last, uh, episode about the terpenoids, if you will, that exist within the plant, the lemonine, the, the, uh, uh, it goes deep, my friends. This is, no, this is what I mean. This is the love. This is the best part. This is the best part. And and I want to share as much as I can with you. And I hope you're along for the ride. I hope I'm not like, uh, boring the hell out of, uh, people here. And if I am, what the hell, I don't give a shit. I'm having fun as hell. <laughs> um, so yeah, there, you know, we'll jump back into it. And it, it's like, I'm loving life and I'm just learning and I'm living and I'm, loving southern california like so many other people i'm a transplant and i'm embracing the culture and uh seeing my sister who was in the military for for so long and uh and of course i didn't share this but like you know before we, you know we were younger before and i was definitely at some point uh once my sister found out that i was smoking it was like what yeah you know you know that's why i tell people share share with your friends share with your family and question and ask because you know what you'd be surprised how many closet smokers yes my friend there's that little there's a little uh there's a little term i coined again a closet smoker is just somebody who's not coming out and saying that they Indulge in cannabis, even if it's once every few months, or even if they just had it and and liked it, or if they have a question about it, and it's like they're afraid. Why are they afraid? Oh, because they work at a corporation. Oh, because they work for the government. Oh, because they work. It's always work, right? That's number one. First of all, we need to get past that. Uh, you know, because if we stand up for our right for this, then the work quote unquote doesn't do shit. And you know what? To be honest, if a <clears throat> corporation or a, or a job is going to give you shit for smoking cannabis, I'll be honest, I don't think you should be there. Like plain, you know, I mean, of course you could do whatever you do whatever resonates with you right because that's what I want you to do. That's what I want that's what I want this life to be all about. I want you to be able to. Indulge and be you. And express you. And that's what I've learned. That's what I've learned. I was so. For so long. Trying to find out who I was. Or, and I kept. Uh, I kept. Expressing myself. And looking at myself through the ego. And saying well I'm this person. I'm this person. And then you try to fit this. Fit this whole. Persona. And it's all bullshit, you guys and gals. It's all bullshit. Don't let's do them. <laughs> no, seriously, it's consciousness. So you have to play this game like you know what you're doing. Because you do know what you're doing. Because you're here and you're listening to this. And even if you don't, we're gonna learn together. And we're gonna we're gonna get through this together. This is fun as hell. And I hope you're still uh enjoying the time you're having with me, and I hope you're you're indulging in in medicating with me on this on this wonderful episode too of cannabis. And you know, don't worry, there'll be plenty of episodes. This is this is intro uh, one and two. This is where I kind of just am sharing my personal events, or my overall event, through the. Kind of the acceptance of cannabis in my life, you know, because it's like, okay, well, this is an herb, and then it's and then then what right <laughs> then what but then here's here's you know i 'm not like others, of course, right we 're all different, and i've gone through what i've gone through, and i've been introduced to cannabis in the way I have in. I believe that cannabis is my spirit. Spirit herb. It's my spirit medicine. It's it's one of the few living organisms in, in my life or in my reflection where I'm right now, or I, you know, this little spa or this little space and time that I'm existing in, has, you know, I have the duty or the kind of, I get not the right, but just the... The, the divine essence to serve it in this sense, okay? And that's what I'm doing. And because that's what I real- I realize. what do you hear? You're right, you're here to project love. Once you realize that it's all vibrational frequency and it's all love, people, okay? And, you know, listen to Russell Brand, listen to all the people, you know, uh, Jim Carrey right now, he's going through some shit. All the people who are coming to their senses are coming to realize, like, it doesn't matter how much money, fame, whatever you have, it is all experience. It is all just now, right? And it's crazy. Uh, I know. <laughs> so, <clears throat> so... I left I left after a few years, right? Twenty twenty I think it was twenty twelve. Twenty twelve was when, when we had the awakening, right? I'll light back up for that. Twenty twelve we had this crazy lighting and well the this crazy energy from from space or from the universe and we all we all felt it in all sorts of different ways, shapes and forms and I uh and i felt it and i came here on the east coast uh, and i started to work at in a cubicle right i worked at a desk for toys hasbro toys and uh You know, and then I still question what the hell's going on. Because I came back after all that time, after all this wonderful time out there. I came back. And uh, after some thinking, and some working, and some crazy researching, I decided to change my diet. Uh, shit went really downhill and depressive, and it was I was in so much pain and I was began to be addicted to opiates and it was like dreadful. I was in and out of consciousness most of the time a lost sense of reality what it was, and I was in bed most of the time because I couldn't walk it was physical bleeding problems and all sorts of shit right. And then that was it. I was like, boom. I bought, I'll tell you, I don't even know how I got across grain-free. But I got I got into grains, grain-free. And uh, I just went off, man. I found, like I said, a couple other episodes, a specific carbohydrate diet. And I began to look into digestion. And I got a whole bunch of books. And I looked into uh, each and every how how food is made on the molecular level, and the proteins, and the carbohydrates, and the mono monosaccharide sugar, disaccharide sugar. I mean, deep, my friends. Okay, realized it was an imbalance of gut bacteria, essentially, which we all have in all different aspects, and we're all showing it in different aspects as well. Okay, we'll talk about that another time imbalance of gut bacteria led me to switch my diet and uh cut at that point i'm cutting processed sugars out and foods and uh stop buying frozen stuff and no more ice cream and you know and obviously if anybody of you gone through that you know how that shit is crazy and it's 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 something to go through and if you haven't gone through it or you are going through it I send you much love and light, and don't worry—you'll get through it. Every day, every moment, every change that you make, you're on your way. So, even if you're like, "Wow, it's been a month since I ate something bad," and you got to be like, "That's a month. That's that's time." Remember, time is just an illusion. So it's like you just have to have the idea. And you know, sometimes I'm like dreadful on my. I'm like, "Oh, I can't believe I had this after." How long has it been? A year, a year since I've had something like this. You know what I mean? Hey, it's pretty damn good. You got to pat yourself in the back, and you got to be acceptance. That's what I'm trying to do more and more of now nowadays. So there you have it, my friends. I was, I was. just medicating with cannabis freaking out about my diet and I said that's it I'm going back I'm I'm going back I'm following my calling I can't not grow I can't not be around others who have a passion for this medicine so I did it I went back my buddy And that's it. I began to uh, get serious. I began to do more research. And that's when I began to work on capsules and digestion with oils and the endocannabinoid system and the benefits that it, uh, it brings us when it's working correctly and when it's it's got enough So you know at that point at that point I realized that there's something in it more for me when it comes to cannabis. And you know, I still don't understand. I still don't get it. I still don't know what the future brings. I do, because we can manifest our reality, right? So, just keep your thoughts within alignment. But... In the other realm, in the other aspects of things, I don't know what life brings, so I love every moment. And I decided to uh, accept my calling as someone who has grown up and has the almost the um, duty, if you will, to... Share the story, to share this message of healing, to share this journey, if you will, um, through kind of ripping apart the layers of the onion or through the veil, if you will, of growing up with, you know, being told to put on a dare t-shirt and all drugs are bad to... Learning that the system essentially gives you the worst drugs for profit, and then learning that the best drugs have been surrounding you your whole entire life. And they are the trees, the plants, the flowers, the herbs, the food because that's what it comes down to as well as soon as i began to take healing seriously and take cannabis as a natural medicine you know that lead me that led me to information about for example wild oregano oil and its antifungal and antibacterial properties. And that led me to calendula oil. And that led me to tea tree oil. And that led me to lemon oil. You see what I mean? Now all this began to flow together and all of it began to develop. And for me, It wasn't just having Crohn's. It wasn't just taking prednisone and leaving school and being unable to sort of even have a relatively normal childhood to learning about... How just one plant can alter your reality and just the way you move forward in life. So, but on that note, I hope you had an absolutely pleasurable, pleasant ride with me on this episode 2 of Cannabis. Um, I really didn't get into uh, sticky details, if you will, sticky, icky details. Um, I-, I left that stuff for for another time because, you know what, there's so much that you could get to um, the plan itself, I want to respect it and be able to uh, talk about it in... Just parts, little, little, just little parts. You know, if we're going to talk about trichomes, we're going to talk about trichomes for one episode. Uh, we're going to talk about fan leaves, we're going to talk about fan leaves for one episode. Although, I'll be honest with you, I could probably not talk to you about fan leaves for a whole episode. I mean, I could ramble on about random things and then maybe fill like a 20-minute slot. And then maybe feel like it was worth sharing with you. But that's just absolutely foolish. Uh, I wouldn't want to waste my time like that. However, uh, you know, on that note, much love, much light. Thank you for tuning in. And hanging out wherever you are, whether it's good morning, good afternoons, good nights, good evenings, 2 a.m. or 3.30, 3.45 if you're like me, just chilling, listening to podcasts. <laughs> um, or if you're driving... but uh so yeah that's it that's it for me um so keep medicating my friends uh your herbal uh cannabis medication no matter what the quote-unquote government says like i said it's it's corporate ran so it's it's really like we 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 don't even need to listen. You know, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know, people. But uh, you know, keep rolling them up, keep grinding it, keep uh, cracking those nugs, and because um, that's one of my favorite things to do, right? Is to smell those those fragrances that come out uh, of them when they're freshly cured, three months minimum or more, right? Oh, man. I'll tell you. It's like a lot of people don't realize that smell, these... A smell that they're, uh, that they protrude out these terpenoids. You know, this is, this is the stuff, like I said, it's, 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 it's inside other plants, right? So this is the same stuff that you're being manipulated into smelling when you're smelling Lysol or you're smelling those other toxic, weird, kind of spray type things, right? They synthetically are trying to emulate these wonderful, unique, natural smells. Um, Just think of that for a second. Um, The actual wonderful fragrances we could probably uh, harness out of them from their oils um, for, uh, you know, just other things, you know? Um, I tell you, my friends, it's all in the medicine too. It's all in the uh, it's all in the trichomes. We'll talk about that next episode, maybe, maybe not. What do you think, trichomes? Trichome? Would you guys would you guys listen to that? Trichomes gut instincts, trichomes. Hmm? I could talk about... That was that was the chair, okay? You know, it's like... Even if I farted, I'd leave it in anyways. I'm not gonna edit it out. I, d- I just decided that it's like... Why am I gonna go and do all the cropping when I can just give you it all? And if you listen, whatever. If you don't, whatever. If you listen in three minutes, I don't care. That matter to me. But... Uh, I guess the, the moral of today's story, or the gut instincts, was follow your heart. Yep. Follow your heart to California, follow your heart to Idaho. Send our friends love and light to that uh, Dakota Pipeline to make it stop. We we'll need to stop this pipeline. Far your gut instincts. Anywhere you gotta go, my friends. Love, ones. love it. I guess how I evolve my gut, gut instincts when I grow. Right, Trichomes. Did you know that they start out clear and sort of pointy? And they sort of grow ahead, sort of grow milky white, and they turn orange. It's crazy, right? Good Instincts. Peace. Peace and love.